a very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast with your host, Paul Lowe. Paul offers wisdom, insights and tips for living a healthy, meaningful, purposeful life. On the back of overcoming extreme adversity, Paul has a proven track record of achieving life-enhancing results. He offers empowering advice and guidance to help people develop a mindset for success so that they can live with more happiness and prosperity. Through his Mastering the Game of Life podcast and books, Paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world, as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organisations in their development, fundraising and projects. Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today I'm joined by Kev Bailey from Nottingham in the UK. And Kev has been on a previous episode, well, he's been on several previous episodes, but this this one we're doing now, listeners, is part of a trio. And the previous one, you may recall, was Kev spoke about, if I ruled the world, we would all lose control. Interesting title. So we're going to build upon that now by Kev telling us about, if I rule the world, we would reconnect to source. Kev, a very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you very much, Paul. Pleasure again to be here. So this, uh, as I've already informed the listeners, Kev, the second of a trio. And um, if I ruled the world, we would reconnect to source. What do you mean by that, Kev? Well, source, as far as I'm concerned, is universal energies. It could be God's. And by God, I don't really mean the God that the church tells us, but I do mean a central, energetic being, energy, male and female, <clears throat> that creates and controls universes. And by reconnecting with him or her, it's we can enlighten ourselves and get truth. Whereas the majority of people in the world today, I believe, are disconnected. And some also may have been, um, shall we say, led astray. Because I believe you can go to the source direct but there are others that feel that they need to go through a third party to get there. And if that's what they need or that's what they want, that's fair enough. Everybody has free will and freedom of choice. But who's to say that the third party you're going through is interpreting things correctly and their ego doesn't kick in and influence whatever messages it is that they are giving you. Third party. Tell us more about this third party, Kevin. What is a third party in this context that you're talking about? Well, the third party really could be your church elders. It could be your cult leader. It could be, I don't know, if you're, you have a guru, who's to say that his connection is a really going to source because there are other energies out there that may try to uh, hijack that connection. Is it 
that his ego's not kicking in and he's doing it, giving you messages for your own, for, for his own um, reasons and sake. So I just think that people t- to try to connect to source and it is quite hard and it takes practice and it's all about meditation and going quiet and going within because <clears throat> within your body, you have the antennae to connect to source direct and get messages from God. But even we, or the universal energies, but even we have to be careful and discerning because we don't know whether we're linking up with the right thing or not either, though people can hijack our signal. Mm. So it's, it is very difficult, but I mean, once you're connected, if whatever you're connecting to source is giving you love and light messages, um, messages of hope and goodness and stuff like that, then the chances are, that you are correct, connected, direct. So let's say God, if you like. Whereas if you're getting messages that may be a bit negative and telling you to do silly things and stuff like that, then I would say, no, you're not connected to God. Something as high, someone or something has hijacked the signal. And is that usual, Kev? Does that happen? You know, because we hear stories around, you know, there are... Well, let's go back to basic laws of physics. For every force, there's an opposite reacting force. I mean, is that is that the case here? That if you try and connect to something good, pure, loving, call it what you will, all this positive, generally positive stuff, that there are going to be, a, you know, opposite forces that are saying, no, I want to keep you away from that. Is Or is that oversimplifying things? Well, no, it's not, Paul, because <clears throat> as above, so below... Um, and it tells us things like this in the Bible. And, and also, you've got to have yin and yang. You've got to have balance. And so there's a lot of people think that everything, shall we say, spirit side, is good, but it isn't. Um, and even sometimes people with their personal angels, spirit guides or whatever, they think they're all love, light and fluffy. But if you've got a contract to do and your spirit guides are here to make you, or not to make you, but to help you to fulfill those contracts and they need to give you the proverbial boot up the bum, that's what they're going to do. But at least they're doing it in a positive way. But there are other energies out there that don't want the positivity. Those energies may believe that negativity is the right way to go and so they would want to hijack you or waylay you to prevent you connecting with the right source and doing the right things so this contract Kev, this this is interesting um listeners I've, I've heard this quite a lot and i've delved into it myself and i think it's fascinating to at least give a <clears throat> if I could encourage you, Kev, a, a kind of basic level insight into this thing, this concept, this, well, whatever it is, it's not for me to put labels on, but this thing called a contract. Just let's go a little bit deeper on that, Kev. Give us an insight. What is this thing called our contract? Okay. So I believe that before we come here, when we're sitting upstairs in spirit and we're with our guardian angels and our guides and 
we agree that our soul would like to experience certain things um, for the good and benefit of the soul, our soul, our energy, maybe to enlighten us, increase our vibration, whatever it might be. So we're sitting there and we're agreeing our life plan, if you like, and we're agreeing we're to who will be our parents, who will be our siblings, who will be our children, what events we're going to go through, what it is that we wish to experience. And then I'm, we get born, and unfortunately, we go through the veil of forgetfulness. And we haven't got a clue, most of us, what we agreed to when we were sat upstairs. And then things unfold in our lives and events happen and the people come in at the right time. As I say, enter stage left. They do whatever it is that they agree to do and then exit stage right. And you're left behind wondering what's going on. And so sometimes if we're able to step back and, and realise, well, what was the lesson I wanted to learn from this? You learn the lesson and the drama goes away. But other times, because we're not aware it's a lesson, we get dragged into the drama and the trauma. And once that happens, we start to get a bit lost because it affects our vibration. <clears throat> and we start to not be able to see the wood for the trees, perhaps. And if it's quite traumatic, we may have a breakdown or we might go into an addiction or something like that because we don't want to go and deal with it. We don't want to look at the lesson. It may also make us ill. And the reason that I know everybody thinks that illness is not a good thing. Well, in actual fact, I believe that illness is a good thing because it makes you sit back and look at the lesson. If you, if, for instance, if you're one of these people that has to rush around everywhere, doing everything, helping everyone, not that that's a bad thing, but you're, you're just so preoccupied with running around and not actually concentrating on yourself, you may find you'll get an illness. It may be a mild one at first to try and slow you down. However, if you keep ignoring it, it could get worse and worse. And then eventually something could happen like you break a leg or you get hospitalized for a, a little while. So when you're in hospital, you've got the chance then to sit there and think, ah, oh, all right, what was I doing wrong? What was the lesson? And perhaps the reason that you were running around sorting everybody else out was avoidance of your own problems. But now when you're sitting in hospital, you can't run around sorting everybody else's problems out. So you have to, well, you don't have to, but you will probably start concentrating on your own. And then you may have the realisation and learn the lesson. I hope that answers your question, Paul. Mm, it does, yeah. It's fascinating to, um, you know, I think most of us at some stage or other, we, you know, we're born, we understand the, uh, the biology, shall we say, listeners, of uh, procreation. We're born and we have a life and then, we come embroiled in stuff like uh, cliches like, well, life gets in the way and all this, all this conditioning stuff and money is evil. You know, we pick these labels up that define or we think defines who we are. 
we kind of lose track of who we really are. So, yeah, I understand that, Kev. I understand this whole, um, this concept. I'm going to keep calling it a concept because I think there's so many deep and diverse angles to this that, you know, to bottom it out in a two or three minute explanation is, would, would barely scratch the surface. But that maybe that's another time, another place, Kev. So let's get back on track. If I rule the world, we would reconnect to source. So we've had a brief look at what that entails, why it's important. You know, you give the examples there of, of embracing things like love and hope. And yep. I know you flirted very, very basically or very loosely, Kev, with the how would we do that through meditation? Let's try and dig down a little bit for the benefit of our listeners on the on the how. How how can we reconnect to source? Well, meditation is one way, and there are people that do struggle to meditate. <clears throat> However, people perhaps that go out and walk in nature and go sit in the sun, and then the next minute they realize that their head's empty. So they are meditating, whether they realize it or not. But then that's when they may get ideas come into their head little messages that they've not heard before because they've been too busy running around. Um, so these really are the connections to source, or you might get a picture or you might get an idea. It's not like in the Bible, God's going to come through a burning bush and start talking to you. A, it probably scare the life out of you. And B, that doesn't normally happen unless perhaps you're somebody like Isaac or Jesus or somebody like that. But the fact that you are sitting in a quiet place and you're just, you've kind of gone into a bit of a zone. That's when you might get messages. The other thing as well is that when you're out and about, you may get a song come on the radio that's trying to give you a message. You may see a car number plate or it might be the sign on the side of a building that it seems to be uncannily um relevant to the situation and so it starts to drop subtle messages into you and it's it's the universe's way of guiding you or you may go somewhere and meet a person and they say a particular sentence or phrase that how did he know that or what is she trying to tell me and it, it just gives that little pinprick of an idea that little bit of a guidance sometimes it may be more than that it might be like a for me if they want to contact me I normally say to them they need to tie the message to the side of an house brick and throw it at my head because <laughs> most of the time I miss it but <clears throat> I'm getting better and better at seeing signs and reading number plates and hearing the tunes on the radio and stuff like and meeting people and the other thing I'm finding as well, that the more I'm doing this, the more I believe I'm connected to source, because if I think about something, it normally happens within a day or two. So I'm kind of creating and manifesting and generating without realizing it sometimes what's happening. For instance, I had a client up in the Lake District and we had a I'd done a bit of a weird healing on him it was a good healing but it was weird and I wanted to connect with him again 
And so I tried on Facebook and I couldn't find his page. And then I tried his phone number and he was having difficulties with his phone. So I couldn't get through. So I thought, oh, well, so be it. Anyway, we went to the Lake District and um, he lives about half an hour away from Windermere. And I'm sitting outside at this cafe, just minding my own business and watching the world go by. When my client comes bowling down the street. So in a way... The chances of him seeing me outside that cafe at that particular time on that particular day was uncanny, but I'd manifested it because that's what I'd been thinking about and I really wanted to reconnect with him to see how he was doing. So that's the kind of thing when you are connected to source that can happen. It's, it's, we think they're coincidences and things like that, but they're not coincidences. Everything happens as it's meant to happen. I don't know if you get the same thing in your life, Paul. I do. And isn't it true, Kev, um, that when we started this conversation before I uh, pressed the record button, we had a little conversation or sub-conversation about the time, did we not? Do you care to share with the listeners, Kev, if you can remember, and hopefully you can, because it was only about, what, 15 minutes or so ago. <laughs> I'm going to be a bit worried if you can't remember what was said 15 minutes ago before we started recording. But what time was it when I remarked to you, oh, this is interesting, Kev, look at the clock. I mean, bearing in mind I'm an hour in front of you in Spain. Can you remember what that time was? I don't, but was it about 10.10 by any chance? It was 11.11. Here in Spain. Ah, because you're in Spain, aren't you? So you're now in front of us or ahead mm. of us or whatever it is. Yes. It was 11. Yeah, 11. angel numbers. Yeah, angel numbers. Mm. Isn't that uncanny? So the universe is giving both of us a message that we're doing the right thing at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Mm. Yeah. So on that uh, interesting note, Kev, I want you to kind of have the, the last word, as, as guests always do. And I just okay. want you to leave us with something in the context of if I rule the world, we would reconnect to source, you know, an insight, a piece of information, a piece of guidance. Just leave us with something, Kev, that, that would help us along that particular journey. The best advice I think I could give anyone is just to try to go within, to go to a quiet place and just see what you get and how the universe speaks to you. If you've never done it before, it might take you several attempts before you get there. And the hardest thing while you're trying to get there is getting rid of monkey minds, you know, where your constant chatter going on in your head about, oh, I've got to see my daughter later on, or I've got to go to work, or I've got to do this, is to get rid of that and try to go silent. You have to acknowledge it and let it go, but then just trying to go into the silence. So just to sit there and just see what comes, basically. Mm. So there you have it, listeners. Kev Bailey from Nottingham, my hometown of Nottingham in the United Kingdom, telling us about or sharing with us, if I ruled the world, we would reconnect to source. So all that remains for me now is to say, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. 
if you found it interesting and helpful, drop a line to Paul via paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have. He'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at www.paul-low.com. Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. 